Welcome to TA1. Everything you want to know about adventure racing and then some. I'm your host, legendary Randy Erickson. Got the legendary chili dog with me. The legendary birds downstairs working out. <clears throat> so it's been a while. Uh, apologies, but uh, it's been busy. And then I was gone for a week truck racing in California. So um, try and get back in the swing of things. Anyway, um, this episode finishes up our little Ben Racing hunk, so it's a good one. If uh, you, or you know anyone, would like to be a guest, uh, let me know. It's just, it's also been, just for some reason, uh, hard to catch up with people in the last month. I know it's kind of off-season, although it's kicking in down in um, the Southern Hemisphere, Australia. God Zone's coming up pretty quick, but uh, yeah, help me find some more guests, people that you think would be interesting. Um, it's not that I don't know a lot of interesting people. Um, it just uh, sometimes gets to be a lot of work just for rounding up guests. So um, now's your chance to be famous. So hopefully we'll get a few episodes in. Then I'm leaving for a week, go to C to C. So uh, then after that. Theoretically, we should be uh, back to normal, yeah, whatever normal is. So, uh, go fast, take chances. Thanks for listening, and uh, peace out from me and the chili dog. Bye. Hello? Chelsea, is that you? Yeah, how's it going? That's going good. How are you? Good. Good. So, uh, <laughs> you, conv- you convinced the uh, other guy to... To do the real world stuff, right? <laughs> you get to talk to me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. he's um, hanging out with Max. Yeah, yeah. I don't imagine that's too hard to uh, convince either one of you to do, right? <laughs> yeah, he's he's pretty fun right now. So that's cool. Um, how are you? Long time no talk. Well, I guess not that long. September. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, it's been a busy couple of weeks, honestly. Let me try to so, turn that off. I don't know how to. Okay. Turn, I don't know how to turn that activation thing off. Hopefully, no one will. Mess it. Yeah, we, we won't. We won't let it bother us. It's, it's not like this is a professional podcast or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. So uh, what do you, what's been so busy about the last two weeks um, compared to the rest of your life? <laughs> well, um, I have um, – well, I got really sick. Max – well, first off, Max – we got back um, from the beginning. We got back from Patagonia, and yeah. we went home like 72 hours, and then we had to turn around and go to Florida – to teach an advanced acrobatics weekend. And then um, I was home for a few days, and then I went to see my um, dad down in Arizona with Max, and we got back, and literally two days after we got back, Max just got super sick, Um, so sick that he actually had to be hospitalized. And then I got really sick, um, and then um, I'm just... I just got this horrible sinus infection. I've never had one of those before. Um, and so that was really bad. 
Um, and yeah, so that's kind yeah. of been our, <laughs> our life. And now I'm just kind of getting out of that. And, um, I taught last week and I teach this weekend. And then on Tuesday we fly to New Zealand for two months. Oh, did that sucks. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't suck, but it's just like nonstop. It feels like it. Like I haven't been able to catch my breath since I landed from the Patagonia race. Yeah. So does um, Max travel good? You know, so far he's traveled really well. Um, so we are hoping that is the case, the trend. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, he's more and more Hope. mobile and has a mind of his own. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. So, so headed down to New Zealand. So they take it. You guys are going to do a little R and R and playing, and then uh, are you doing God Zone? Um. Well, we are. We're teaching down there, and we are going to do lots of play and training. But, but I'm actually not. Um. I was going to, okay. and then. Um, in Patagonia, we found out we were pregnant, actually, um, oh. right after Patagonia. <laughs> so I actually um, raced yeah. that race pregnant. and um, Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we finished with a fifth teammate. But um, So, yeah, I'm going to be taking taking the year off. Yeah. So, well, um, <clears throat> you you deserve it. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I figured that. Well, congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. We're excited. Yeah, we're really excited. Yeah, I was um I was excited to to do God Zone and Eco Challenge, but um I'm also excited to have a baby, so you know, it's a win-win yeah. either way. That's true. That's that's very true. Yeah. Um All right, let's let's talk about this year cuz you guys were busy. Okay, here's my first question. Okay. Are you oh, are you? Is it Bend Racing? Is it Bend Racing Yoga Slackers? What is the team? The real team name now? Um, it's Bend Racing Yoga Slackers is the team. Okay. And sometimes, so. you know, people who don't want to let go of Yoga Slackers, they just call us Yoga Slackers. And people who are newer to the scene more know us as Bend Racing because you know of, um, our races here in Bend. So yeah, yeah, we um, we wanted to take on Bend Racing because we're we feel um, like that's our company, and um, that's the one that actually sponsors us now. And then Yoga Slackers, mm-hmm. we just kept it because people just kept on calling us Yoga Slackers. And we're, we've had that name for so long, and we're still affiliated with Yoga Slackers, so we're just like, well, we'll keep them both. That's good because I think half the people still call AMK Tech News. So yeah. <laughs> you, you, you're not going never going you're never not going to be the Yoga Slackers. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. So we're we're happy with with both of those names. So yeah, okay, but we know the official. So yeah, you know, but, but we can call it. Yeah. So, um, which was more stressful, racing or being a race director for you? For you. Um. Well, for me, race directing is a lot more stressful. Um, even though I don't do as much work as Jason, I actually mm-hmm. get to, um, run around on the course and vet the course. He's kind of the mastermind behind the layout of the course. Um, but yeah. still I have to be responsible for all the racers and I want all the racers to be happy and 
I'm kind of behind getting a lot of the sponsors and um, helping Jason, you know, with logistics. So, um, yeah, we, you know, we really like to put on a good show and that's a lot more stressful, I feel, than just showing up, training a lot, showing up, worrying about only your gear, not, you know, six teams. Yeah gear <laughs> um so yeah it's 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 definitely a nice break for us um, especially for jason because he's um he's just got his he can't help but get his fingers in all the pockets of the whole race where i mm-hmm. can kind of take some steps back and kind of let him guide me of where he needs me the most and then i put my energy there that's good good mix which 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 one of you worries most about um, about the race? About the race that we put on? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually, I think Jason worries the most. He's yeah. he's he's always worried about you know like oh team should have been here by now or where's this team where's this team where I'm just you know I'm more like okay well we'll find them and they'll show up and all this stuff so but yeah. <laughs> He's definitely yeah. very worth for for his mastermind races. Yeah. So how um, how long did it take you, or how long were you thinking about doing doing the expedition race? And you know, just kind of walk me through how you how you came, you know, to decide to do it and and uh, just getting it getting to it and getting it put on. Um, well, we started to put on races about. Uh, seven years ago, seven or eight years ago, here in Bend, mm-hmm. and um, they were uh, we still call the thirty-six hour the Bend AR, the Bender, and um, mm-hmm. it was kind of a homegrown thing, uh, pretty small, and we would just train um for our other races around the area here, and we'd be like, oh wow, this would be a great section of a course, and you know, and then we just started putting them on mostly for our friends, and then it became a thing, and we're like, oh, we actually really like this, and we're pretty good at this, and yeah. um, uh, every time we went to go do a race, we'd bring back little snippets of the things that we really liked about that race, and honestly, the things that we didn't like, and um, then um, about three or four years ago, Jason is the first that said it, that he wanted to put an expedition race on and make it, like, a big thing and to do it right. And so we kind of waited for the right time for us um, family-wise and race-wise um, to kind of strike and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, went to Craig and asked him, and he was open to it for a demonstration race, and so... Um, we were really excited, and that's when we're like, okay, we got to make this race the best. We it was a good challenge for us to make a, a really good um, quality race. Yeah, so that's what. We how did. do you? Um, yeah. Yeah. Grade yourself. How do you think you did on the race? Um, I think we did a really good job. I think we did an A. <laughs> I give us an okay. Yeah. You know, there's, yeah. there's still. I want to give us an A plus because you always want to, um, you know, do things better. Um, but I think, mm-hmm. especially for our first time, I think we hit 
all of the major goals that we wanted to. Um, and yeah, I think we did a good job. But yeah, we're, we we want to step it up even more this year. So um, we've we've already, of course, started working on that. Yeah, well, you probably started the day after. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, was it a is it a big step to go from your thirty six hour race to to a you know seventy two ninety six hour race, or is it just is it just expanding what you what you know? Yeah, for us, it was really expanding what we knew because we were doing these thirty six hour, twelve hour. Um, 24-hour courses for the last couple of years and really mm-hmm. kind of growing our base and our um, volunteers and kind of our, you know, our community. And so that was really, after that, we, it was very a natural growth. We already had our logistics team, um, our awesome volunteers, and we met with them actually after the last Bendayar before Expedition Oregon and we said, this is what we're going to do. And so they immediately started getting to work on all of the things. So that was great. <coughs> how big of how big of a um, volunteer group do you have, roughly? Roughly, we had about 20 volunteers. Yeah. Is that, is that enough? No, no. <laughs> on the volunteers, we were short, um, but yeah. on the on the logistics, like on the logistics team, we were actually right on, which felt okay. really good because our main goal was being there when teams were there. You know, getting all the teams yeah. here to the right place. That was our main goal. Yeah, yeah. If 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 no bikes are ever late, that's a win win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So, so this year you're going to be a, a full fledged qualifier. Are you? I mean, obviously the race is not going to be the same. But what are you? Do you think you need to do anything different because it will be a world championship qualifier, or do you just um, want to change it up so it's not the same? Well, course-wise, or, I mean... Um, just in general. Yeah, I mean, a lot of... Yeah, yeah. what's the, what's the course going to be this year? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> course-wise, it's going to be very different. Um, okay. And still... But still really epic and awesome, of course. Because mm. that's what we do. We are yeah. putting in a long um, rock climbing section in there, which we're really excited about. Um... And then, so that's going to be kind of the main different one, things. And then stepping up, we're going to step it up a little bit with media this year. And um, so we've hired a couple more media people. And then logistics crew, we have hired a couple more logistics people. Um, and I think we're just kind of gradually stepping it up a little bit more um, with everything. Yeah. Uh, sponsors, we yeah. still have the same sponsors that they're on board and excited to help us out. We might um, hopefully add on a couple more. We're really trying to hit the local sponsors this year. Last year okay. we hit all of our team sponsors, and so they're still with us, but we kind of want to really show off our town this year. 
So that's what our our goal this year is, is to really hit home on the local sponsors. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. See, my phone went off too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then you're going to, you're going to take off a year. Is that kind of going to be the kind of the normal thing, you know, run the race every two years? Oh, yes. Yes. That's, yeah. um, that just, we want to not burn out. Um, we yeah. we're excited about it every time. And that's kind of our main goal is honest. Yeah. Keep, we really, we have a lot of different passions and we want to race ourselves still. Um, so yeah. we, uh, we feel like that's going to be healthy for everyone involved. Yeah. Well, uh, duh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Tell me about Patagonia. How's that? I can sit back and just listen. <laughs> so, how many times? How many times now have you been? Um, this was our sixth time. Well, Jason and I sixth time. So, what? I mean, I have this conversation with everybody that's been there. What is it that keeps bringing you back? Oh man, what is there not there? It's um, <laughs> it's a race like. I mean, I'm sure you've heard it from people, but yeah, um, and I've written about it m- countless times. Um, but it's a race like no other, and it's a place like no other. Um, it's you know dripping with wildness and rawness and um, just nature that I've never seen before. Um, it's just like yeah, it it it's part it grabs my soul as soon as I step off the plane. It's just the wind, the weather, the terrain. Um, there's something about it that just is really, um, it feeds my soul. It, so, and, and that's what everybody says. And I, and, and I just, it's just, it just seems like such an, um, I mean, is, is any place else you ever been like that? You know, to that extent, maybe. I mean, I'm from Alaska, right? And that's yeah, the end so. of you know everything. Of you step off the plane in the middle of the bush and you don't see another human for you can not see a human another human for years. Um, yeah, something different in Alaska. You know, Alaska things can eat you too. So there's this yeah <laughs> uh, this primal fear there that you always have. Um, and you're always kind of on guard in the woods there, which is fine. I love mm-hmm. it. But um, yeah. it's a different kind of um, rawness and beauty and living there, um, being within nature is different there. Where in Patagonia, there are – there's no mosquitoes. There's – I mean, yes, there's panthers, but I've never seen one. Um, and yeah. I've heard of people just walking right by them. You know, like there's nothing that can really – harm you there and it just seems like this like ecosystem of just um good <laughs> of, you know, <laughs> of just like equal equality and you know animals helping each other out and like the ecosystem is just in this really it just you can feel it it's just i know i'm gonna get all hippie on you but like this the vibration there is it's just different and it feels really good and healthy and like Things are working with each other, not against each other. 
if that makes sense. No, it is. So um, does that help you race that feeling that things are working with you? Even even though when you may be out there and, you're, and the weather's gone to crap and everything sucks, yeah. does it still feel like it, it's with you? Yes, um, it does. Yeah, the, the huh. intense wind, even if it's against me, I, I'm still pushing against it, and I have a huge smile on my face. Of course, at times I'm not happy, but yeah. um, deep down I just know that I'm there for a reason and that it, it's good. Like I feel I feel really good about it and complete about it, and I feel like I'm in the right place, even through crazy weather and, you know, in the middle of a three-day trek turned five-day trek, you know, and you're just like, yes, yeah. this is teaching me things, and I'm in the good here. Um, and it's just, yeah, there's something about it there. It's hard to explain. <laughs> you enter this, the, this different vortex, and you come out, cleaner and um, with a different perspective every time and um it's just cool i like it yeah well i mean i don't know how many times i've said it you know paulette's been here twice and both times the race kind of sucked and she actually talked to like two different teams this year about going she so she'd go back in a second even though the race part may not been the best mm-hmm. and then what can i what can i say this little dog Laying out my feet. Is yeah, familiar, I so. know. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. But, yeah, so it is kind of a special place. Um, do you think it took six years for you guys to win? I mean, it took six years for you to win, mm-hmm. but it did it take six years for you to win going down there that many times? Um, no, I think we won a little bit every time. And, and yeah. well, and honestly, I think Patagonia is always the winner in, in yeah. reality. Like Patagonia, so, yeah. Um, and the team is second. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. Maybe we should say you you crossed the finish line first. <laughs> yes, exactly. We crossed <laughs> that, that, that the finish way. line first, and um, um, yeah, and you know, it. it I I was always. Like, oh, man, why is, why is like, we're in a really good team. Why is it taking us this long? What's going on? Um, and, you know, I think that everything happens for a reason. And every time we went down there, something happened, and it was okay. We learned something big from it, and we always came out feeling like, okay, we learned something, and that was good. And going back to the drawing board, you know, we it just – Kept kept us coming back, and we were happy. Yeah. With that. What's what's the biggest lesson you learned this year? Oh, this year I learned um, patience. Everything you know, I always um, heard it as a kid. It's just like everything good comes to those who wait, and yeah. you know I. I feel like I waited for this, and I trained really hard for it. Um, and, the, you know, some things you really do have to put a lot of work into it. And when you do put a lot of work into that, it feels so good when you finally mm-hmm. accomplish it. You know, it feels like the best thing ever, more so that, than 
if I would have just showed up there my first or second or even third time looking back and won it. it yeah. well, I don't think it would be as this sweet, and especially for Jason and I because we have so much of our, like, relationship and history wrapped into yep. the race. Like, a lot of things has, hap- has happened to us down there for us. And so it was just, mm-hmm. like, really cool to kind of complete this circle there. Um, this Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. And I think I sort of understand where you're coming from. And, and that's funny because I was going to say, is it better that it took this long for you to finish first? See, I didn't say win. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, I can see that where it, um, yeah, you've just, you spent, so how many, well, how many years ago was the first time you went? Because it hasn't yeah, we've, raced every year. Right. This was the 13th edition. We raced it for the first time in 2010. So, so that's. <laughs> That's uh, nine years of of a race. That's well, eight years. That's kind of yeah. Um, been a been sort of a touchstone for you guys. It sounds like it has. Yeah, it's been a <laughs> it's been a really important, good one for us. Um, I'm I'm happy for it. Yeah. So um, okay. Um, full disclosure: I've already talked to Lars and Alex, but what was it like racing with the semi new guys? Well. Uh, Alex wasn't that new for us, Jason and I, at least. We raced with him yeah. in Patagonia, and I feel like once you do a Patagonia race with somebody, you know them for 10 years. Like, 10 years of <laughs> life, just, they know everything, and you know. Yeah. You know, um, and so uh, with him, the first time it was really, you know, sad for us for our first time with us to – go through such a tragic thing where Jason literally fell apart in the mountains and Alex yeah. and Dan had to carry him out. You know, that was extremely yeah. hard for our team after leading for so long. And um, mm-hmm. so this time going back with Alex, it was, it felt, again, like completing the circle that needed to be complete. You know, um, when we asked him to come back with us, he was like, oh, I don't know. And we're like, come on, dude. You, you know you got to finish this with us. And he was like, yeah, I do. Um, so that was funny. Um, and going back to him just felt really, with him, felt really right and just so comfortable. You know, he's such a fun, easygoing guy, so funny, mm-hmm. focused, determined. Um, and he's really into communication and teamwork, which I love. And he's so strong on everything and is just such a great team player. Like, you know, I'll always race with him. Yeah. Um, One of the, um, yeah, I, I I should never say he's one of my favorites (laughs) because, you know, that list is, is long, but, uh, yeah, I always like talking with and being around Alex. He's just, um, um, like a mellow, sort of mellow vibe. Kind of. Does, Anything ever upset him? Um. Oh yeah, I've seen him upset for okay. sure. I've seen okay. Him, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but overall, well, he's a very even keel guy. Yeah. Um. So, that's good. So, what about Lars? Oh, Where'd he come from? So Lars, I remember seeing him 
he saw us for the first time in Abu Dhabi, I guess. He was, we were talking about our history. And um, he heard Dan, like, of course, yelling outside of his tent about his toe because Dan had an infected toe in Abu Dhabi. And so yeah. Lars came out of his tent and helped Dan with his toe, which I can totally see now because Lars is so helpful and so nice. Um, but yeah. I was probably passed out, so I don't remember. And then, um, but what I do remember him is in Belize, um, when we won, our team, um, Team Yoga Slackers won that race in Belize, uh, the Mayan Mountain Challenge. He, mm -hmm. we ran into him in, in another team in the middle of the jungle. And we all worked together on this hard, you know, checkpoint. And <clears throat> I remember him being just really excited and like to be with us. And um, he was a, like, even a team player, even though he was on another team. You know, he really liked being with us. So that kind of stuck in my mind. And then um, I've seen him around in other races, but then he came to Expedition Oregon. And he was just so hilarious, um, you know, <laughs> you yeah. know, because of his accent, too. But uh, just his demeanor um, was so fun and nice and warm and that you know again stuck with me and then he won the expedition mm -hmm. organ race and he came up t to the award ceremony and um you know his speech was pretty funny about talking about his team and then afterwards he came up to jason and i and was just telling us how much he loved the race and how he wants to come back and um, so he just kind of stuck with me and then when um Dan was kind of hinting at not wanting to come or not being able to come. And we could feel yeah. Dan's stoke level become low, which when Dan's mm -hmm. stoke level becomes low, it's very hard to get it back up. And so we're like, we don't want to go into the middle of Patagonia and like have to, you know, call him around. And so, yeah, that, we, well, yeah. yeah. you got to want to go there. Yeah, you have to want to go. And so you could kind of feel his excitement dwindling. And um, we gave him, him Dan, an ultimatum because we knew Lars had actually been emailing us and saying, hey, mm -hmm. um, I know they're mad. They don't know how he heard that. Maybe we brought it up or something. Yeah. Hey, man, I will go there and study the terrain and do my work to fill Dan's shoes. Yeah. And we're like, well, Dan's a big dude. He's kind of hard to, you know, because Lars is kind of like half his size almost. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, that's funny, but we knew that he'd do the work. And so when Dan was like, guys, I really can't go, we're like, okay, man. And we asked Lars and we said, are you serious? And he was just like jumping, like you could just – <laughs> almost touch his excitement from through the computer, yeah. you know, and we talked to him and we were like, okay, this is the kind of fourth we need. Um, Cause yeah. you know, like we've always had a different fourth. That's kind of been our thing for Patagonia. And so we're really nervous to not go back with the same team. Cause we're like, Oh, we know we can win this with the same team. But with Lars, he gave us his word. He was like, I will go down there. I will study everything and I will be ready. And he did. And it was yeah. so fun to race with him. I mean, I want to race with him again. Um, can't wait to. 
He's just a, yeah. another huge team player. Um, so funny. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> like this, this, this race, he's usually a navigator. And so like, he's like, well, I don't know what to do. And he's like, I don't know what my role is. And so he became the team cook. And so he always had something on the cook and he made sure that we were all fed and um, he just kept things really fun and he knew the terrain. So even though he wasn't like big like Dan to just bash through the bushes, he knew what kind of um, terrain to like head towards that would be the least resistant. So, um, you know, mm-hmm. that was, I was really impressed with him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I heard is he told him to go down there and, train and study for six weeks and that's what he did (laughs) yeah yeah he did his homework (laughs) yeah so well so my impression of Lars is not knowing his history or everything if you talk to him you would say yeah this guy's been racing for 12 or 18 months he's just got that like new person excitement but he's not new which is amazing yeah he's not new and he is Ask him anything about adventure racing. He's like the encyclopedia mm-hmm. of adventure racing. <laughs> he knows all the yeah. racers, like all the – he knew every race that we did and which team. So, yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, that's that's exactly what Alex said. He's like an encyclopedia. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I will say I think maybe my uh, episode with him, which – May play before this one or after this one. I don't know. You guys are all. I'm going to put all three of these together, but um, I think it may be the longest one ever. <laughs> so, so it was. It was. Um, yeah, it was. I would have talked. More. Yeah. Um, I think he actually. They went through a tunnel because they were driving and and lost him, and we decided that was a good point to stop. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so, um, how do you deal? With something like Shenandoah Tough where everything just got jacked around because of the weather at the last minute. Uh, well, Shenandoah Tough, that was our, one of our practice races for Jason and I. So we were treating it as kind of a training race. Mm-hmm. We knew as a team that we weren't going to be able to go to Africa. Yeah. Um, and so we used that as a race to train ourselves and to train up Mark Sky who's Mm -hmm. um, coming onto our team and, um, you know, he just needs more and more expedition races underneath his belt. Um, And so when they told us that, yeah, we were bummed, but we were like, well, this is a training race. And and we were also looking at it from a race. And we just felt really bad for Mark. Man, that would be so hard. And we were so impressed how he was just able to scrounge something up he didn't have that many teams. You know, there was just a lot of things against him, so we just felt for him. Um, and so we yeah. really just tried to show up with as much stoke as we could and race as hard as we could and um, do the best that we could. <laughs> um, we had a, yeah. a couple, oh, a lot of bike hiccups, but, you know, that's part of the game sometimes. We learned a lot. Yeah. And um, it was actually a really fun race, honestly. Like, I thought it was going to be horrible going back and forth the same way. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh. this Like, that's my worst right. nightmare is because I really love adventure racing because of all the new places you get to go. And every leg is different. Yeah. 
but it was still different. It was crazy. It was like, yeah. well, this is this seems completely different, but it was the same. Um, but it was just like we did it at a different time of night, and you know we might have been sleepier or more awake, and you know there's a lot of things. Um, the orienteering course honestly wasn't our favorite, but that was for other reasons. But um, overall, it was it was a really good course, and we were really impressed with how he pulled it off. Yeah, I think that's. Um... Yeah, it was a good race, and, and it was maybe even a great race under the conditions of losing half your race course three days before the event. So. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. So, um, we, we kind of touched on this before, but um, so obviously you're not bummed you're having a baby. You're a little bummed you're missing some races, but do you think that'll make it even better? in 20 <laughs> yeah. having that year off <laughs> yeah i do um i learned from my last pregnancy and i was really scared about maybe not being able to come back as strong and maybe not liking it anymore you know because people always say that um especially to mothers and you know pregnant moms um they do we do go through a big change and a big shift but I feel like I'm very um, lucky and I'm also very grateful that I have this passion and it's so big for mm -hmm. me that I don't see myself ever losing it. I see myself, and Jason too, I have a partner who's as passionate about it. You know, we're both mm -hmm. equally fully invested and so we're both here to help each other race more and become the best people that we want to be um, or that we can be. And so that's kind of a huge part of it for us. So, yeah, I, I learned from my last pregnancy that I um, I came back stronger, I felt. And, like, um, when I did race, the finish was mm. just so much sweeter. You know, like seeing your, mm. your, um, your son at the end of it, it was just uh, so such a beautiful thing and then for us through during the races we really connect with um our other son who didn't make it into this mm. physical world as many people know but um his name's yeah. Lee. and so we just feel him everywhere and you know we can't really connect with him all the time when we're at home with his wild curious brother so we yeah. really look forward to, like, really listening to him and being with him when we're out in nature. And when we're racing, um, we really feel him. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to take a step back. Um, you know, of course, I'm, I'm bummed to miss the first Eco Challenge, but I feel like hopefully I'll get rid of their, some of their hiccups and come back stronger, too, the next year. Yeah. <laughs> That's my. Hope. That's true. Uh, <laughs> that, that's a good way to look. Well, right, you got to find the silver lining. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah. So, yeah. and you know, honestly, um, we've been wanting to. We didn't know if we wanted to have another after what we went through, but um, this last mm -hmm. year we really decided and um, like to go for it. And um, yeah, we were going to wait more, but we're like, well, there's never really. There's always going to be more races that I'm going to want to do. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. never going to be the perfect time. So if it happens, it happens. And it happened. 
So, well, good. Um, so, can I ask you, when you connect with B during the race, is it when you're um, in a good place or or when you're struggling a little bit? Um, uh, kind of both, honestly. Okay. Um, I call on him when I'm really scared. So this last mm. time, for example, in Patagonia, it was in the first within the first 24 hours, and we were going up and over this pass. You probably heard about it. Maybe the other guys mm-hmm. talked about it, but um, yeah, we went up the wrong way, and it was in the middle of the night, and we had to traverse across this steep gully. And I made the mistake of looking down, and I freaked <laughs> out. And um, uh, the guys were able to calm me down, and I was able to follow them. But in my head, I was just like breathing and saying, "Like spirit, help, like please come help me, calm me down, get me across here." You know, I was just asking him to just be with me, and I could feel him. In the wind, it changed, and it just, like, blew me even stronger into the, like, at that moment. It blew me so strong and fierce into the wall, like, so that I wouldn't Uh fall down at all. Like, there was no way. The wind was actually pushing me into the cliff side. So, and then um, other times, I called on him, um, you know, when I see rainbows, he came to me, um, when I'm daydreaming and I see two twin bunnies, um, up ahead of me, uh, you know, and I just say, hey, spirit, um, you know, and we, we talk a little bit about life and he tells me about, he told me about how Max was doing and how, um, this race was for me and to really enjoy it. You know, he kept on saying, enjoy your time, mama, and, like, that was what he kept on saying. So he comes to me in both, like, the scary trauma times and the happy times. <laughs> so well, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a good, that's a good son. Yeah, yeah, he's a good son. Yeah. Um, so this goes back a little bit, but how was dealing with Jason's hip how did you deal with that um because that could have been like the end of your racing his racing yeah yeah uh his hip man his hip it was a long time coming i was dealing with it actually with him for a long time we were doing he would stay up every night till 11 midnight one researching about different things to do for his hip and how to keep it um, healthy and to keep racing. Like, that's all he wanted to do. And we went to countless um, doctors and PTs. We have an amazing sponsor here. Our favorite one is Rebound here in Bend. And, um, you know, they're really good good to him and us and um, was just trying to make it last as long as it could. And then um, in acrobatics, I would feel it when I fly on him. I'd feel his hip click. And I was like, oh, this is just, like, so gross. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I was dealing with it for many years with him and seeing him walk in pain. Like, he never wanted to go on walks with me because they were too painful. Um, And then right before the race, the, the 2016 Patagonia race, I knew that it was bad because he didn't 
he had just gotten a shot a month before, um, a cortisone shot, and it was I could yeah. tell it was starting to wear off the day before the race because he was making excuses to not go to dinner with us, which was literally yeah. three blocks down the road. And I was like, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> like, like <laughs> I don't know. You know, I I didn't know how, how long we were going to last. And we started on the start line. He took some drugs, and he's like, I'm just going to do this. We took all of his weight, and we just – our plan was to go as hard and as fast as we could for as long as possible. Um, and we were hoping to get to the last trek and just in first place and to then um, inch our way across the finish line. Nice. Um, and so that was our plan was just to like, you know, if we had to, we would carry him. And he was doing good until the, that, the middle monster trek and he just collapsed and- I remember, and it was so hard to see him like that. Like, I, I still, like, in this last race, I had PTSD because he hit his knee really hard in this last race, and he was limping yeah. for um, maybe half a day, and I just almost freaked out because I just thought that was that was it. <laughs> so that was the uh, like in the in 2016 when he fell apart. I just I fell apart too. And Dan, because he's closest to me, he's like a brother. He had to really come to me, and because Jason couldn't handle it, and I thought Jason would like could never walk again, like all of this stuff, and it was really traumatic. Um. So yeah, that was it was really really hard for us. And honestly, we were um it was in the back of our minds to maybe switch to something else cuz we love doing we love racing together and we love being in the sport together even if we don't get to race all the races together. Mm-hmm. Um and so it was in the back of our minds to maybe go on to like bike races together, paddle races together. You know, not to, just to not have to track or, or run. Yeah. And so we were looking yeah. into that um, when he got his hip surgery. And the day he um, got his hip surgery, he entered a swimming race and like a crazy, I don't know, him and Dan did it, but that huge Florida mm-hmm. paddle race. Oh, um, yep. And yeah. so he entered both those races when he got out of hip surgery in India. And so... He was like, there's no stopping me. I'm just going to, you know, maybe switch gears. But um, six months after he got his surgery, he did his first race, and he said he'd never felt better. What – was it just relief or what did you feel when – or actually maybe when did you know that you could keep doing adventure races with him? Um. I knew, well, because I was pregnant, like, on the same year that he got his hip surgery, I got pregnant, and um, so we were both, he was building back his body, and I was building a baby that year, but he got his body back um, sooner than I did, and he raced Ecuador, and that was his first big race back. I think, yeah, in April. So it was almost a year. So it was 11 months from when he got his hip surgery. He raced his big first expedition race. And 
I remember being so nervous before he left, and he was calming me down, like, Chelsea, it's going to be fine. I'm going to be okay. Um, and, you know, the goals of the team were just to, like, see how Jason did, basically, and to do the best that they could, still in that mindset of, you know, maybe not pushing it too much, but really seeing what he could do. And he mm-hmm. ended up just charging the whole race, and he was like, I never felt better. The only thing that maybe bugged me was actually, or he said this, well, he said the only thing that really bugged me was my back sometimes because he walked with a limp for six years, and so that messed up, yeah. you know, the other parts of his body. So it just took him a full year and a half, I'd say, to really get his body functioning um, back fully. Yeah. That's cool. That's um, modern medicine is great, mm-hmm. and uh, I, as far as I'm concerned, we would we would have lost a lot if you guys had gone to be bike racers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay. Um, what is what is your business card say? Mother, teacher, adventure racer in that order? <laughs> yeah. Right. It's kind of a, a modern day Renaissance woman, is what I call myself. So, oop, are you there? Yep. I pulled my headphone out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, the, so I don't. I didn't hear your uh, answer. I said I. I just call myself a modern Renaissance woman. I like that. So, that's a good, um, good, good point to. To stop. Yeah. All right. I, lo- I love the Renaissance. I love, well, okay, answer me this question because I've had a lot of um, teams and women looking, you know, trying to hook up. That's a bad <laughs> word. <laughs> to make a team yeah. for Eco Challenge. And I always want to say badass lady racers, or should I say badass women racers? What's, what should I, how should I? Yeah, that's. I would say badass woman racers. I mean, I like that. Okay. Uh, I, that's... I would like to be called that. Okay. Yeah. I wanted I get I I uh get a woman's perspective. <laughs> you know, me being me being a semi bachelor, you know, Paulette's like just up the road from you guys right now. Oh, she is? In Washington. Yeah, she's in Tahola, Washington. Oh. Working. What's she doing up there? So. Well, um, she's been traveling as a nurse practitioner, so she's on the oh, reservation. Fun. Loves it there. Awesome. Yeah. So she spent a little time. She was in Bend three or four weeks ago, just you know, have <laughs> you know, see what it's like. So yeah. Um, but cool. All right. Well, in fact, I'm going to hang up on you, and I'm going to call all her. All right. How's that all right, sound? Sounds good. We'll tell her we say hi. I will. Thank you very much for the chat and yeah. Have fun in New Zealand if you can, if you can. Yeah, we will. Thank you so much, Randy. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.